The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 159 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And we are celebrating Victor Wembanyama's first win as a San Antonio Spur in an overtime win over the Houston Rockets by a score of 126 to 122. You got to see a lot of competitiveness, a lot of dog in him. What were your initial thoughts on this one, Drew? Yes, the first win of the Wibinyama era. You heard it here first. A great game for Wibinyama. Stepped up in the fourth quarter. Another great game with all the starters. Four out of the five having double figures. That's what we do. Pass the ball around. 34 assists, I believe, in this game, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yes. And just another great game at passing the ball around. I really like that. What were your initial thoughts? Yeah, that was uh, old school Spurs basketball right there. Pass, 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 open shot. Distributing to other teammates. A lot of team camaraderie. It was really nice to see. Um just a great win overall. It's always nice to beat the guys up uh, Interstate 10 and in Houston. So Mavericks got us in the opener, but we got the Rockets in this one. And uh, really nice for us to, to get that one. And with that being said, speaking of Victor Wimanyama, let's hear this man in his interview. He had some good things to say, a lot of Spurs culture in the way that he talked. Victor, what does this win do for you guys confidence-wise in terms of finishing games? Um, you know, you guys didn't have very many close games in the preseason and then lost to Dallas in a close one. What does this do for your confidence? You know, it just proves we got it in us. Those uh, those tough moments, reactions. So, um, you know, I'm proud of what we did tonight, but uh, it's now we can, we can really see where we can get better because we haven't been really pretty for three quarters, you know. So, um, but a win is a win. But, yeah, it's it shows that we got a lot of room to grow as a team. There's a lot of, lot of emotion uh, you guys showed at the end of that game. Just what did it, what did it feel to, to get this one? It, just, it looked like it just meant a little bit more tonight. You know, I really, really love winning. It's what I, I love most in life. So, it's uh, of course, it feels great. But um, coming back in the locker room, you know, Pop um, acknowledged that it was my first ever, you know, NBA win. And it just made me proud, you know, for a moment, proud of myself. And, uh, of course, we're, you know, it's, it's just one win. And we got a whole lot more to come and a whole lot more tough games to come. So focus on, on the next one. But I'm still very proud Keldon with the game, or Victor with the game on the line in the in the last minute, you asked for the ball and Keldon gave it to you. Um, what did that mean to you to kind of have earned that trust from him? And then can you take us to that play uh, where you did tie the game? You know, it's I would I would give the ball to him too. You know, it's it's just that confidence that we got towards one another with Keldon, but also with every one of my other teammates. You know, and it's. 
you know that the trust of course it's it's gained but it's also you know the the relations we got as as teammates on and off the court and this is what this is why I love this team it's just everyone trusts each other and we know we got a long way to go but we we stick together and I'm I'm sure we're going to stick together even through tough times so yeah it's he knows I'm that guy so and I know he's that guy so it makes sense that we pass the ball to each other all right, so that's the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Victor Wembanyama. Great win. Great one to celebrate tonight. And uh, that brings us to our top two, bottom two. I'm going to kick it over to Drew to start us off. Yeah, for my number one on the top two again is Mr. Devin Vassell. Another great night from him, having 25 points on the night, <clears throat> two assists, three rebounds, eight of 11 from the free throw line. He did miss two. Free the lines at the end of the game. You got to make those three of seven from the three point line and seven of 13 from the field in 40 minutes, which was most on the team by a little bit. So, Devin Vassell is my number one on the top two. Great game from him. I, I can't wait to watch him this whole season. He'll play a lot of the games as well. My number two on the top two is Victor Webinyama. You got to put him there. When it matters the most, he gets a bucket. He had 21 points, 12 rebounds shooting 7 of 19 from the field with 3 blocks. And in the fourth quarter, he had 13 points and 3 blocks. He just turns it up in the fourth quarter, and I really like to see it. When it's time to get a bucket, you get a bucket. That's my top two. Who do you got? Yeah, that is uh, excellent on the top two. And uh, just to kind of go over this, Drew and I never really meet to talk about our top two before the game, but I had the same but in a different order. Uh, my number one was uh, Victor Webinyama. It was his first NBA win, and Drew mentioned it earlier. Just that competitive, you know, nature that he has in that fourth quarter is really nice to see. You see some dog in him, and and that's what will eventually amount to multiple, multiple, multiple wins for the San Antonio Spurs. So just that competitive greatness that he showed at the fourth quarter is the reason why he's my top two. The play that stood out to me for Vic was uh, the double block on Jabari Smith. That was pretty impressive. He went up, Jabari grabbed a rebound, and he swatted another one out. And just that is a psychological edge on the opponents, plus a couple of the uh, wraparound dunks that he threw in the alley-oop. But it was just a great night for Victor Webinyam and a great night for the San Antonio Spurs. My number two was Devin Vassell, and, man, he is really – uh, stepping into his role as a as a team leader, a scorer, and doing a lot of great things for the Spurs. And uh, I really like that, so that's my top two. What about your bottom two? Yeah, for my number one on the bottom two, and my actual only bottom two is going to be Zach Collins. He just had a rough night shooting the ball. He had nine points, shooting 0 of 7 from three-point range and 4 of 12 from the field, and had four turnovers. Zach Collins is my only bottom two. I'm not going to chew anybody else because I thought mostly everybody on this team played well except for Zach Collins. So I'm just going to only have one bottom two for this game. Who do you have? All right, I had Zach Collins also as my uh, number one on the bottom two. That uh, the the, the three-point shooting, he just missed his mark a few times tonight. Uh, he'll be better. He, he That's... Zach Collins can shoot, and he can shoot well and space the floor for us. Just tonight wasn't his night. And then my other one, only the only reason I chose him is just because he had the the least minutes and to no fault of his own. But uh, Charles Bassey, who I'm I'm a big Charles Bassey fan, but just tonight he didn't he didn't get his lion's share of minutes. So that's my bottom two. 
All right, now we're going to do the uh, segment of the show called the question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Tonight's question is from Deshaun in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Deshaun's question was, hey, congrats to the Spurs on the first W of the season. My question for you guys, what are your predictions for the longest winning streak of the season? So I'm going to turn this over to Drew. What do you think is the uh, Spurs' longest winning streak going to be of this year? Yeah, so I'd have to do a little bit more research on that, but I'll give you a ballpark answer for this one. So I think the longest win streak will probably be around six games. That's going to be my prediction. But I will have to take a deeper dive at the schedule to look at the 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 easiest ways to get a six-game winning streak. So that's my prediction, six-game win streak. But we do have the hardest schedule in the league, so that might be a little bit harder to get win streaks. So I'm going to go with six. Yeah, that uh, it's funny because we didn't talk about it before, but that's the number I had also. I had six-game winning streak. I think that's just without any due diligence on it, just off the cuff. I think uh, six games in a row. I think last year our longest winning streak was four uh, four game winning streak, if I'm not mistaken. And um, this year I think it's going to be a little bit better. I think I think we're looking possibly at a six game, but I'd certainly like to be wrong on that one and it'd be a lot higher. All right, now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I have October 27th, and the Spurs are seven and one on October 27th. I wanted to point that out. Wow. A pretty good record on October 27th. So I want to point that out. But the game that I decided to choose on October 27th was in 1984 on opening night when the Los Angeles Lakers came to San Antonio spurt, came to San Antonio and lost a one-point game between George Gervin and Magic Johnson. This game was great. In this game, George Gervin had 32 points, two rebounds, a great game from him. Artis Gilmore, man, 18 points, 21 rebounds, four assists, a block. Johnny Moore had 16 points, 8 assists. And John Paxton, I have never heard that name, had 14 points and 4 assists. Magic Johnson was amazing in this game also. Had 32 points, 8 assists, and 5 steals. The Spurs won this game on opening night. And the Spurs are very good on October 27th. That is this day in Spurs history. All right. So let's just mark our calendars every year for October 27th because a lot of good vibes on that date. Um, now it's time to preview the upcoming game. The upcoming game is going to be Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Uh, that's going to face Kawhi Leonard and the L.A. Clippers. And that game is going to be on NBA TV. Drew, what can you tell us about the Clippers this year? Yeah, so the L.A. Clippers are bringing back Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. There was some rumors for Paul George to go, but he ended up staying. I think it was to the Knicks, I believe. But he ended up staying. But the Clippers have a stacked lineup once again. They have Paul George leading the way. He's going to be their leading scorer for them. He's just the best scorer on the team, I think. They have Kawhi Leonard, a great defensive player. We don't know if he'll play, but he probably will. They have Zubak, Bones Highland, Russell Westbrook, Norman Powell, Mason Plumlee, and some good role players, Batoon, um, Kenyon Martin Jr. I really like this Clippers team. I just don't think they're... Championship contenders. What are your thoughts on them? Yeah, no, I know. Th- I think the Clippers are really good. I do. I think they're um, they've got a lot of guys that are really good at their roles, and uh, I think uh, Russell Westbrook's found a home there, and he's been doing a lot of good things for them as well. So 
Yeah, they're definitely a very dangerous team with a lot of experience, a lot of uh, NBA experience. So I think it might be a tough night for the Spurs um, unless Kawhi sits and, uh, or Paul George sits or however they play it. But uh, my prediction is I got the Clippers winning by six in this one. Um, my player to go off is going to be Keldon Johnson. I really like the way he started off this season. Keldon Johnson's done a lot of good stuff. So uh, he's my player to go off. But I, unfortunately, I got the Clippers winning this one by six. All right, that's a good prediction. For me, my player to go off is going to be Trey Jones. I've really liked what he's done so far. Another game was zero assists and, I mean, zero zero turnovers and eight assists. I just really like what he's been doing. So Trey Jones is my player to go off. In my prediction for this game, I'm going to go with the Clippers to beat us by nine points. That is my prediction. What else do we have? Yeah, no. And I didn't go over this earlier, but I, I told everybody um, on the on the first episode, first regular season episode, that I was going to keep a tally of the top two, bottom two guys and see what we have on our uh, on our sheet. But right now, it's now a three way tie for the top two with uh, Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, and Victor Webb and Yama. So that's kind of kind of neat. And at the bottom two, it's tied with uh, Zach Collins and Dougie McBuckets. They both have uh, two of the bottom two and. Anyway, we just like to keep a stat board on that, so we'll keep you guys updated on that throughout the season. All right, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Uh, great night, great overtime win for the Spurs. Really proud of this one, and uh, we'll be heading on to the West Coast and see how things go from yeah, there. Yeah, can't but, wait for those games. Yeah, I know. Those are going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, anyway... Spurs got this one. Drew, would you take us home, please, sir? Yes, thank you, everybody, for listening. And as always, go Spurs, go!